Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. The Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 150 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. I'm Danny DeVito. (laughs) Hello. Hello. (laughs) It's me, Danny. (laughs) And this episode is sponsored by Molly Rolf. Thank you, Molly. Thank Thank you. Thank you. Today we will be discussing the first half of Chapter 18 of Harry Potter in the Order of the Phoenix, Dumbledore's Army. So make sure that you have read that chapter and you're ready to scoot, scoot, listen, listen, turn on an ear or two. (laughs) Your way through those details. Before she goes on, <laughs> Tiffany today, and I never, the only thing when I do my part in my, in the docs, I do my summary and then I look to see if Katie has done her notes because I just pick up wherever she ends. I pick up right after her to do mine. That's the only part I read is literally like the last little bit of her notes. And so she's like, don't read my, my verb. And I was like, okay. Like, I don't <laughs> normally look at yours. Like to the point where we'll record an episode and my name's not on it until I read it and we're recording. It's like, cool, I'm not even in this one. Do you <laughs> want to without Sarah? Do you want to do the scoot scoot listen with me? Sure. You want me to start it? <laughs> <laughs> sure. Scoot scoot listen. Listen. Turn on an ear or two. <laughs> but anyways, we have some weekly profit news with Megan. Oh hey, it's Megan. So <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> Jesse Cave announced on her Instagram. Who's that? that? Lav Lav. Okay. She's having a third baby. Woo, three. That's I so also magical. loved her announcement. She just posted a picture of her with her little prego belly and said, oops, I did it again. Oh, I like that. Which is cute. But then also. Mm-hmm. On a little bit more of a serious note, I wanted to point out that we are recording this episode today on Juneteenth, so I hope that everybody knows what that is now, because it's okay if you didn't know what it was until now, Went just through educate elementary, yourself. middle, high school, college, part of a master's, hadn't heard of it. Yeah, I know, same. Isn't that just absolutely bananas? It's yeah. ridiculous. So, um, <sighs> not your fault, but... ridiculous so just don't forget to keep on educating yourself speaking up um long after the hashtags are over yeah Yeah, i mean you know 
there are definitely not as many protests going on in the Cleveland area now as I wish that there was. Um, but just stay involved as best you can. That doesn't mean going out to a protest. That's not the only way to get involved. Um, just educate yourself. Literally, Netflix has yes. an awesome playlist that they put together of just things to watch. Documentaries, reading books, listening to books, anything you do that that gives you more knowledge on this Being topic. Being actively anti-racist yes. all the time. It's, um, it's just something that we need to continue to do as a society. And I hope that um, it doesn't dwindle because it cannot dwindle. We need change. So... Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) No, but there I mean, all jokes aside, um it is very important. Also, like I I sometimes feel bad that I don't post a lot on the internet, but I also like I'm helping other ways sign positions, talk to your local um I want to call them electives. That's not what they're called. (laughs) Elected officials. (laughs) Also, like one of the hardest things that you can do as an anti-racist is speak up in front of your friends and family. I I mean, I know that that's intimidating. Um, It's very intimidating, but like, that's what we need to do because in all honesty, those people that are closest to you will be the ones that you would potentially probably have the biggest influence on. If you as a friend or family member speak out to that person, if they say something that is racist, even if they don't necessarily even mean it that way, it's still good to point it out to them and say, maybe we shouldn't say these things. I listened. I also want, go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just saying that we have all these sayings that, you know, we pick Mm up, um, over time, just things that, you know, your family has always said. And, And when you think about the root of where some of those sayings come from, a lot of the times it's not a good thing. Yeah. Um, so just, kind of do a little bit of introspection and research things. I want to point people to an awesome YouTube series that just started that's called Uncom- Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black mm. Man. Where it was it the um the Gaines yes. family was just on and then also Matthew McConaughey was on for episode mm. 2, the Gaines oh. family was episode 3 and episode 1 was just a monologue um with oh my gosh, he is Emmanuel I can't, I don't know how to say his last name. I think it's Acho, Emmanuel Acho, who he, I think he's on Sports Center as a commentator. Um, but he's started this series and the things that he says are just you don't even realize some of the things that he's talking about as being um racist even necessarily just because yeah. it's ingrained in our society so deeply. So yeah. like Um, he said, you know, when I was growing up in high school and people would come up to me, he's like, I grew up in a very affluent, is that the right pronunciation? Affluent Affluent city and went to like a good high school. And he's like, and people would come up to me and be like, you sound really intelligent for a black man. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I've heard that backhanded compliments are not okay. Like I get that you're you're so articulate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're so pretty for a black girl. Like Like, get serious. Like those things are not okay to say. And like, yes, some people say those things and don't mean them in a negative way. It's just like they're a compliment. Yeah. Yeah. They think it's a compliment. I literally, I can't. Like, and I'm so glad I can't because it means that I am the way I am, but I literally cannot wrap my head 
around racism. It's nope. Like, of course, people are going to look different. Yeah. And the conversation that I, I really enjoyed it. with the Gaines family was they were talking about Chip was talking about how initially he said because he asked his kids, he was like, if you were at a gas station and there was a black man at one gas pump and there was a white man at the other gas pump, would you feel any more threatened by either one of them just to ask them? Mm -hmm. And they they were like, no, dad, like, why? And he's like, oh, my gosh, maybe my kids are colorblind, like meaning like they don't see race. Mm -hmm. And then Emmanuel Acho was like, we want to raise our kids seeing race. Mm -hmm. You want them mm -hmm. to see race because he's he's this was an awesome example. He said, when I was younger, my my sister got attacked by a dog. And it's difficult now for me to decipher between a dangerous dog and a dog that's a pet because I only ever saw a dog attack my sister. Wow. Okay. So if you think about and you don't teach your kids about race, they won't be able to decipher between a black man who's a criminal and a black man or a white man who's a criminal and a white man. Mm -hmm. So you need to teach them race so mm -hmm. that they can see a person for who they are mm -hmm. and not associate it with any other secondary thing and something i want to i want to do um and i of course i don't know how school will look come this fall but what i want to do because i have a responsibility as an educator in a public school um i have a large influence over children and what i want to vow to do for kids going forward and i I can't, you know, I don't have a time turner. I can't go back. So all I can do is get better from here on out. And I want everybody to also think about that. You can't go back in time and be like, oh, I should have done this or I wish I would have done that. Stop that. You can't change it. Get better from now on. But I want to make sure that I am. I want to do units. With different cultures and people that don't look like the kids that you see in our school, but also celebrate those kids as well. Mm -hmm. So just making sure that I can touch a little bit and really celebrate the different people in our world. Yeah. Because I, woo, we got to celebrate each other. I, I just highly recommend checking out those. It's three episodes right now. And I think that he's vowing to do like one a week for a while, just to try to like help educate people. And he's going to try and get, guests on um to talk about things in different ways because like they had the Gaines kids ask some questions because he's like it's just it's one Innocent one of kids. the kids yeah one of the kids was like are you scared of white people uh -huh. and he said i'm not scared of white people i'm cautious of white people mm. and it's just it breaks my heart yeah it sucks so all right it, he just did a really really yeah. really great job so if anybody's looking for some resources mm -hmm. netflix i i think that in all i think in more than just america they have this um list going on now i don't know for sure but i'm sure if you googled it you could find it so that you know some resources of things to watch but netflix definitely has a um a whole playlist of different things to watch to educate yourself just Googling how to be anti-racist is helpful and that kind of stuff. So Okay. So all for the re or nope, not all for the recap. Is that all for your weekly profit? <laughs> yes. Okay. Katie. Yes, ma'am. Ready? I'm ready. Row row recap. 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 <laughs> Tell me what happened last time. Ooh. <laughs> 
So last time, Malfoy Malfoyed, and he almost got taken down by Neville. Go long bottom. That's not what that says, but yeah. I decided to improvise. <laughs> so uh, Snape was evaluated by Umbridge, and he was obviously super salty about it. Obviously. Trelawney's put on probation. She is livid, but Umbridge is in a cheery mood because she's getting her way right now. God, love her. The Gryffindor <laughs> team might never play Quidditch again. Uh, the twins were having an upchucking good time, and <laughs> Sirius was almost caught in the fire by Umbridge herself. Little hands, little little hands, little ugly rings. They, they were throwing mannequin hands. <laughs> yes. Are you guys gonna sing my summary song, or am I just gonna go in and that was a one-time thing? Oh, what oh, was it's it? It's a summary, summary. summary. Give me that summary. summary, summary, a summary. Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. So Harry and Hermione um, are in charms. I mean, Ron's there too. Uh, and they're talking <laughs> all the things. Oh my God. Uh, bullfrogs and silence talks. I don't know. What? I don't know what I was trying to do. They're fine. Um, Gryffindor Quidditch is back on, baby. Time to fly. Woo-hoo-hoo. Oh, wait. The weather sucks. So, well, they tried. Um, Fred and George have paints in there. As Harry, (laughs) what's happening? That's awesome. Someone is angry, and it ain't Harry Potter. My favorite summary, summary, summary ever. Harry then thinks thoughts and dreams, dreams. Should I redo it? No, dream, dream, dream. All right. So we're in. <laughs> we're in charge. Take a drink. So I know I can't help it, oh, but you know right, what? So got it. I'm just gonna embrace it because I a drink a coffee. Don't care. Hermione tells Harry that there is no doubt in her mind that Umbridge has been reading Harry's mail and that she's the one who hurt Hedwig. And I said, I don't care for her. Hurting animals is not okay. It is not. Just in case you didn't. Nope. Know. Then she tells Harry to watch his frog because the frog is escaping. So they're in Tarm's class, like I said before, and the bullfrog that Harry had was hopping away, hopefully, from him. So Harry uses Accio and the bullfrog zooms back into his hand gloomily. And I thought that that was funny because all I picture is like a really like frowny faced bullfrog. (laughs) But anyways, let's talk about bullfrogs. Now, hold up. This link that you have here is going to an American bullfrog. Are you sure that they would be American bullfrogs? I actually thought about that. And then I was like, are there British bullfrogs? We're in America. So maybe they had them flown in on a brand. French fries, not chips. So, yeah, it's American. The bullfrog told me that's what they like. French fries. Oh, so. Side of their fish. It's fish and fries, not fish and chips. Well, they're the size of a teacup. Can be a teacup. There was a frog in my pool once. You. It's not my pool, but that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you, I don't know what to say to this. <laughs> One time, there's a frog in my pool. Was well, it actually not my, pool. my pool? I got a bullfrog. <laughs> it's American. Oh, so frogs are amphibians, and the bullfrog is a carnivore. Ooh. Oh. Oh, I've got a measurement for you guys to do. Okay. So, uh, 3.5 to 6 inches. So, let's see how many Danny DeVitos that is. They can live from up to like 7 to 9 years. 
An old bullfrog. That's a long time for a little itty bitty frog. Little itty bitty frog ditty. Itty bitty ditty frog. 0. 0.06 DeVito's. Mm. It's like okay. DeVito's toe. <laughs> but they can get like their length can get up to eight inches. They can weigh up to a pound and a half. That's a heavy frog. Big old frog. <laughs> Do people eat these frogs? Well, I'm probably frog probably. legs. Yeah, I would assume. They can be found in marshes in Nova Scotia. Oh. Mm. Um, they're also in the United States. They can go as far but south as to Mexico and Cuba. Can they go as far east as they to have Britain? even found their way to Europe? Okay, do they oh, swim they across swim. the Atlantic? Is that what you're gonna say? I was gonna ask if they swam, <laughs> <laughs> or were they carried, or did they go boat? by plane? I think they went by boat. But thank you for asking. <laughs> they're on a boat. I'm on a boat. Don't you ever forget. <laughs> so bullfrogs can be green. Brown? Thank you. Or gray brown mm. with brown spots. Brown doesn't That's get That's three dings. Yeah, but we don't ding gray brown colors. with brown spots. What's brown? What <laughs> What are those colors mean? Poop. <laughs> we don't ding for poop. It means unless you're trying to potty train your kid. They're and a bullfrog. I'm a flippy floppy. <laughs> um so they have identifiable circular eardrums on either side of their heads. They're nocturnal predators and they will ambush and eat just about anything they can fit into their ample mouths. They will eat insects, mice, whoa, wow. fish. I think I knew that about mice. Birds. Wow. They can like unhinge their jaws or am I thinking of snakes? Uh, that's snakes. snakes. And Those Megan, are. they'll eat snakes. They do? <gasps> frogs are my new favorite. Oh, no, frogs. Frogs, <laughs> frogs and honey frog. badges. Badges? Badges. <laughs> badges. <laughs> they sit quietly and wait for prey to pass by. Then they lunge with their powerful hind legs, mouths open wide. So no bullfrog is a Hufflepuff because we don't just sit and wait for our food. <laughs> we go get it. Says males are highly territorial and will aggressively guard their land. Females are slightly larger than males. And this is where I'm going to stop talking about the bulls of frogs. But a female bullfrog can lay as many as 20,000 eggs, which float Whoa. in a clump on the surface of the water. You're welcome. That was your science for the day. Cool, science man. rules. It's cool, man. Charms, the class, is perfect <laughs> to have a private conversation because everybody's working. There's movement. There's activity. So it'd be really hard for them to be overheard. And I said... They should have taken this to heart when they were meeting in the hog's head instead of the three broomsticks. Agreed. Yep. Come on now. I do still feel like it would have looked suspicious at the three broomsticks, though, too. With all the different houses together. Maybe everybody should be friends anyway. Sheesh. I bet there was no other way to write in the hog's head, and we needed that for seven, so... You're not wrong. Mm. <laughs> That's okay, probably Katie. it. Thank you for your logic. Welcome. Well, like they needed to get overheard because, like, how else are other people gonna hear crazy and things? <laughs> all for the plot. It's all so for the dumb. plot. They needed to be overheard because otherwise, who's gonna hear about it? You know. <laughs> so the classroom is full of noisy bullfrogs, ravens, and it was also raining. So the chances of being overheard were very small. Um, let's talk about birds, everyone. You want to hear about birds. some ravens? <laughs> Quality birds. Quality birds. This is all about birds. Org. This is a common raven. <laughs> You click the link, it'll show you where they are. Does it not look like the Ravenclaw crest since it's supposed to be an eagle? 
It's not. But the really cool thing about their feathers is like they're black, but they have like a bluish green like mm-hmm. tint to them oh, when you see that. them. <clears throat> um, yeah, they're cool. Yeah. So this is it's literally called a common raven. And it has accompanied people around the northern hemisphere for centuries following their wagons, sleds and sleighs and hunting parties in hopes for a quick meal. I thought you just said honey parties. Like Me too. Honey, and I was like, oh, did I, I say honey? I meant hunting if I said honey. Honey, 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 honey. That's what they sing while they're going for their honey. Hot. Hot. <laughs> but this is cool because ravens are among the smartest of all birds. They're cool. So why weren't we just ravens? We're Ravenclaw. Why an eagle? Honey, I don't know. So they're among the smartest of all birds. Like I said, they um, have a reputation for solving ever more complicated problems invented by ever more creative scientists. So these are the birds you see that do all those like there's like a stoplight one. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. A stoplight bird? Like this bird, they had like a raven and it would watch the stoplight to go and get something and come back. Like it knew the light changes. It was crazy. Um, I am not a big fan of birds. They kind of freak me out. Same. Like if they get too close to me. I just don't like that they poop from the air. I got pooped on by a bird a couple days. She did, like, and I told her she was going to get engaged. Katie got pooped on by a bird. It's good I luck. I held out my I... hand, and it pooped. And then also pooped on my brand new hoodie from well, Disneyland. It, um, <laughs> the last time when Tiffany, however many years ago, we were on vacation, we both got pooped on by a bird, like the same bird. It was the same turd. Um, and <laughs> It flew off and for her. And literally, it, she wants something out of a claw machine. I've never seen that happen. And then she got engaged that summer. I ripped my pants. <laughs> <laughs> It was such a good weekend. And so, like, (laughs) recently, the bird pooped on me. And Tina's like, you're going to get engaged. Not dating anyone. And... I was like, you have to remember the last time it happened. I'm like, I did nothing great. I'm like, my pants ripped. Literally, I, there's a picture of me. There's a massive hole in my pajama pants, and my head is through it because I like think mm. I went to go sit down. Yeah, like, all because I ripped, ripped my, my pants. pants. Did Big Larry come around just to put you down? But I did get ice cream. So <laughs> she also thought that everybody was on her side, <laughs> and then they went and blew it all sky high. <laughs> love that some people will know what we're talking about so these birds thrive among humans and are they thriving they're thriving (laughs) yeah so here's a cool fact and i'm gonna end my ravens with this so the common raven is an acrobatic flyer often doing rolls and somersaults in the air i could do that one bird was seen flying upside down for more than half a mile oh my god (laughs) young birds are are fond of playing games with sticks repeatedly dropping them then diving to catch them midair and i think that's that's adorable that's cool so the raven yeah there's a raven that was supposed to be the narrator on haunted mansion at disney world and you can still see him Did in all the rooms. Did you see this fun fact on the Discord channel? Hmm. It says um, people study chickens to work on cameras studying technology. Except it says camera studying technology. Which is interesting. Interesting. I can't watch things that have a shaky cam. I don't know what the technical term for it is. I just call it shaky cam. Shaky cam. Makes me nauseous. Sames. So, here we go. The trio was having their discussion about Sirius almost getting caught by Umbridge, and thankfully it was going unnoticed in the noisy classroom. 
Hermione informs the crew that she's been suspecting that Umbridge was the one that was up to no good since Filch thought that Harry put in the order for dung bombs a long time ago. So she goes on to say that it was really a stupid lie because it would have been obvious that he was innocent once they like checked his personal mail, right? But it's smart because it makes for a good excuse to pry into someone's mail and, Mm -hmm. you know... Like she does, as we see her in Seven, somebody else is doing the dirty work for her. So Filch does her dirty work in this instance, so she would be able to read Harry's mail or any other student that she wanted. And we know that Filch would never say no to busting a student, let alone busting Harry Potter on something. Yeah. I feel like if they both, like they are both um, in the realm of like, hanging students by their toes you know in the dungeons or whatever he says yeah by i the do kind of find it interesting that umbridge is okay working with filch though if she hates like squibs and well stuff she's like using that. him she's using him and he's I think dumb she knows right that he's that less he's... than her right uh-huh. yeah yeah okay. that's why she she's doing it absolutely you know what i'm but, saying yeah with all this info harry was getting really angry and he was squashing you guys he was squashing his bullfrog And I said, it's just a wee frog with big dreams. (laughs) So Harry stops once he realizes this. He sets it down. And it was a very close call the night before with Sirius and Umbridge, right? Yeah, that would terrify me. I mean, like, that could have been bad. Yes. Especially with the ministry being what it is in that moment. Because everybody's like, oh, he's guilty, and we need to go. He would have gotten the Dementor's kiss, which, in my opinion, is worse than his fate in the book. Oh, worse than the veil? Yeah. Well, I think the Dementor's kiss is worse than like, anybody's. What do you do, though? What do you like, mean? What do they do? So, like, someone gets smooched by a Dementor, and now You're their soul like is out. Do, I, yes, I understand that, but, like, do they just not, like, then care for them and just, like, let them die? Or like Avada them, so like they get well. I feel like killed. Do you think that I know this is a really weird conversation, kind of uh, very disturbing? But do you Avada them because so they don't like physically suffer, or is that the fate? You know what I mean? <laughs> to physically suffer? Yeah, I don't know. That's awful. I mean, it's terrible. Terrible. Ugh. This makes me think of like what. What happens, you know? It's awful. It's awful. Um, yeah, but so during all of this, they're talking about like how close of a call it was. Hermione's bullfrog is croaking super loud. So practicing the silencing charm, she says silencio and quote the bullfrog on which she was practicing her silencing charm was struck dumb mid-croak and glared at her reproachfully. And I said, these are frogs who have moods. (laughs) I am going to look up, which I should have done it already, but this is alphabetical orders, which shouldn't take me too long. Alphabetical orders. Um, This is by Spells. So I have the book that is called The Unofficial... Ultimate Harry Potter Spellbook, a complete guide to every spell in the wizarding world. Awesome sauce. Um, let's see. Can you have Y'all, a spell I don't think it's in away? here. Silencio? I think maybe because it's like pretty mm-hmm. kind of like, okay, Silencio, it's going to make you go silent. 
Yeah. I mean, obviously. But you would. Th- I, that's weird. That's not in there. It's interesting, though, when laying around, like, oh, her wait. Miami says it's a jab and not a swift of your wand. No, 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 it's no. It's not swift. It's, I think, a swish. It's a charm. They are separated by spells, charms, curses, hexes, jinx, and then enchanted objects. So that's interesting. I'm enchanted. Are you? I don't know. Okay. So I'm Crazy. going to look under charms because this is charms class. There's a lot more charms than there are like spells labeled, <laughs> which is interesting. What is the difference though? What is what's the official difference? That's, yeah, look it up. Yeah, look that up because I feel what like that's really interesting. The difference between so here it is under charm. Silencio used to silence a target. In Latin, silencio means silence. Shocking. What is the speed of an unladen swallow? <laughs> Do you know the difference? Yeah. Okay. That's cool. Spell is the generic term for a piece of magic. Charm does not fundamentally alter the properties of the subject of the spell, but adds or changes properties turning a teacup into a rat would be a spell whereas making a teacup dance would be a charm oh interesting now if you turn a teacup into a rat and kill the rat does it oh, get out oh my God. can the rat dance <laughs> <laughs> so and then a curse oh. by its definition is intended to have negative consequences on the person's body that it is being used against right. so like what if you though like turn a teacup into a mouse and then, so if you curse like hit it or something, is that a curse? I don't know. But I was now, just thinking it's now negatively affecting the mouse. So like cursed items. Okay. So if you curse cursed an item, does that in turn? So that then in turn puts on whoever like touches or uses the thing. Then Wait, the same so. curse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you if you have a cursed object, it will do something. To the person that touches the object. Like, think of the necklace. Yeah. Right? Okay. So, I, ooh, I wonder what curse that is and if you can just, like, ba-boo. So, like, any item. Right. Probably. Interesting. Um. So, in the magical moment, it says, in Order of the Phoenix, Phileas Flitwick has fifth-year students practice this charm on ravens and bullfrogs. And in the notes section, it says, according to Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, Floopers are magical birds that must be sold with silencing charms on them as their song will drive any listeners insane. Those who own these colorful birds must recast this charm monthly. What a life for the poor Flooper. You can silencio a Flooper in Diagon Alley. Just saying. You would know They're that. in the windows. The magical- <laughs> menagerie. I have a question. I have an if answer. If you change maybe. a teacup into a rat... Then hit the rat. What is my favorite color? <laughs> Blue. <laughs> that's incorrect, but that's fine. It's baby girl's favorite color. Yeah. But yesterday she chose green. Just I know. saying. So weird. Anywho, these frogs are our whole moods. So they conclude that if she would have caught Snuffles, he would have been for sure in Al's caban this morning. And the ministry definitely would have been having a field day with all of this information because, you know, Sirius Black. Quote, <laughs> Sirius Black. <laughs> quote, he waved his wand, he being Harry, without really concentrating. His bullfrog swelled like a green balloon and That's emitted a, a high pitched whistle. And I said, stop this, Harry. 
Do you think it looked like um, the frog in Shrek? Yes, absolutely. Into a balloon. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. Is he Scottish? <laughs> I don't know. I guess. I love that movie. <laughs> it's so good. Hermione uses Silencio on Harry's frog, and then all was well again. So they don't think that Sirius will risk coming back to the fire because he's not stupid, and it would be a really dumb move to try that again. And I really liked this little snippet. Quote, the large and, and I don't know why ugly is written. So the large and ugly raven in front of him let out a derisive caw. Silencio, silencio. The raven cawed more loudly. (laughs) It's the way you're moving your wand, said Hermione, watching Ron critically. You don't want to wave it. It's more like a sharp jab. Ravens are <laughs> ravens are harder than frogs," said Ron testily, testily, testily. And I said, "I love this dynamic between Ron and Hermione with all their lessons." This part made me laugh because they swapped, and she was just like, "Well, thanks. boom!" But so he does beat her at the end of the uh, beat her, but like wins is able to get her wand from her more than once at the um, Dada lessons with Harry. Oh, true. So like Meg said, <laughs> sorry, they swap animals. So now she's using the Silencio charm on the Raven and it works. So Flitwick is really super impressed with her and he makes Ron try it on the bullfrog and he accidentally jabs it in the eye. So it leaps off the desk. It's like, He's poor and you know, no one's surprised that Harry and Ron were given additional charms homework. Oh, Harry and Ron. Harry and Ron. Harry and Ron. <laughs> oh my gosh. Favorite tissue. Do you have For an your issue? issue? I have an issue with my eyeball. So apparently it is downpouring outside. <laughs> um, <laughs> because I asked for tissue and no one's I did. <laughs> so pause. apparently it's downpouring outside. So they have a break right now. And because they can't go out and enjoy nice weather, they find a noisy and packed classroom to go and sit in. Which, like, I don't know why this just, like, be- seemed so random to me. But it, it made me think of like the way it's written is like they have to be outside. Yeah. Like I was like, but they can't they, just they, like they were allowed go to, to stay inside. Room? Yeah, it was weird. Or the Great Hall, or like I don't know. It just seemed weird to me that they had to find a noisy packed classroom to go sit in. Um, but Peeves is in there and he's heckling students by blowing ink pellets at the top of their heads. And they barely sit down when Angelina comes hurrying over. And she tells them that she finally got permission to reform the Quidditch team, but it sounded like she had to go through some hoops, or rather, McGee had to go through some hoops, because Angelina went to McGonagall, who then went to Dumbledore and, like, filed an appeal, basically, because Umbridge was taking forever to allow them to reform it, because, like, honestly, there's no good reason that they can't have Quidditch. But was it, like, the next day, so it really wasn't that long but the fact of the matter is I, like she immediately said yes to slytherin i agree yeah. i think that's stupid but, but i like, think that it, like mcgee knew she was playing games oh you know? a thousand percent but it makes me laugh that angelina's like it's been 12 minutes and she hasn't <laughs> given us permission so i have to talk to mcgonagall <laughs> yeah no you're not wrong She's um like oliver would come back honestly <laughs> so wow. um mcgee went to dumbledore who basically forced umbridge to give in 
However, they're now allowed to reform and they have practiced tonight at seven because they've lost so much time, according to Angelina, and they are now only three weeks away from their first match. That's magical. It is. So Ron looked out the window and is just like, I hope it clears up, meaning the rain. But then he catches sight of Hermione and she is just like in her own little world, just like thinking and he's like, what's up with you? And she goes, I'm just thinking, more wondering. I suppose we're doing the right thing. I think. Aren't we? Dude, this has been bugging her. It, it also is annoying to me, to be honest with you. But it, it well, is. I'm going to ask questions. So hmm. um, the answer is no. <laughs> Ron not presses answer. her for more, though. He's like, well, basically, like, spit it out. Come on. What's up? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I was just wondering whether we're doing the right thing, starting this defense against the dark arts group. Ugh. And Ron and Harry are both shocked. Ron They're is shook. like, shocked. Shook it. Uh, it was your idea, girl. Like, what is up with this all of a sudden? And she said that she knows that it was her idea. But after talking to Sirius, basically because he thinks it's a good idea, she's questioning it. Hermione's questioning his judgment. And she's like, do you honestly trust his judgment? You don't think he's become sort of reckless since he's been cooped up in Grimald Place? Mm, you don't think he's kind of living through us? What place? Grimald Place. No, what is that? I don't know. Grimald. Grimald. Who says it like that? The dog Megan typed it like that. Oh, um. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you guys think? All here? right. She is. I just think she doesn't like him. I well, no, I I, agree. I I think that she doesn't really care for him. One, for his recklessness, and she thinks adults should be a certain way, which we all know that Sirius was stifled in his development. But like, I feel like she doesn't really understand a rebellion. I think also with Hermione, she's very much black and white. She doesn't see a lot of shades of gray. Luna, like take Luna for instance. Luna believes a lot of things that a lot of other people don't think are real. So right. like that immediately for Hermione is like, you're wrong and right. you're believing mm-hmm. all these things and it's not like the deathly hollows, for yes. example. So like for Hermione to have Sirius come in, who is an adult and in her mind, adults are supposed to act a certain way. And he won. Yeah, he is stifled, but at the same time he's been through this more. So like if, if you're taking, cause like really right now, the only people that know about this, that they've heard from kind of, he gave them the speech about what Molly was saying about she, they shouldn't mm. do it. All of these things. And then Sirius's own point of view, Molly didn't go through it. Like Sirius did. So Sirius knows like you have to be able to defend yourselves. And that's more important than mm-hmm. school right now. Mm-hmm. Cause he knows. And not that Molly doesn't know the consequences, but Sirius lost everybody except for Harry and Lupin. But realistically, for 12 years, he thought he, he lost, lost everybody. Yeah. yeah. Um, and well, so, he thought he didn't have Lupin either because he I'm thought saying, Lupin he hated everyone. him. Yeah. For, for the entire time that he, until he came out and they like, you know, figured out and had a conversation of what everything happened. So for Hermione, she's thinking, well, if he thinks it's, it's something that we should do, then we probably shouldn't because he's not really the right kind of adult. You know what I mean? Like he's not mature enough and he's not who she thinks an adult should be. Which is, I just, I, there's things like, it's, and I feel so bad because there's things with Hermione's character that like are coming up that I like completely forget that like, I don't care for Like, I don't care for the way she treats Luna. I don't care for the way she does the whole house elf thing. And like, I don't know. It's just, I don't care for her. I don't care for her right here. 
because he literally is telling you to do exactly what you should be doing. And just because he said no, you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't because like, I don't really like him or his opinion. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with you. I think it freaks her out. And I want to bring up what Steph, um, Steph Run Holmes said in our Discord chat. She said, going against authority is super difficult. I think Sirius was just an excuse for her. But it was like her that. idea in the first place. Yeah, but like just because when he you can come up with an idea doesn't mean that you're not ever going to backpedal on it. And like she's just nervous, I think. But she also has known like when she cares especially, for her cause, she will go against stuff like with apologies. Right. And like, mm-hmm. I think especially now that she knows Umbridge knows. So it's kind of freaking her out a little bit because she's like, she's like, oh, my gosh, this like we haven't even had a real first meeting. Yeah. And it's already been found out. Yeah. And we have to be even more secretive now. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I'm kind of. It's like all over the place. I feel like I'm I feel like there's a, a, a lot Hermione of in this yeah. situation. Like I agree that I think that she's jumping to conclusions because of her views of Sirius. Um, but I do agree with the fact that Sirius is a little immature at times. Not saying that he's wrong in this instance, but like I don't necessarily disagree with her questioning his judgment. Though, if she really thought about it, she would realize his judgment in this situation is correct. I don't re- and I don't necessarily like disagree with the fact that she might be like, he can be a little reckless because he can be. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think that um, I think that that freaks her out that well, this is a, this is reckless. It is reckless. And I that mean, and that but they need her. to be reckless. I think correct. also, though, like she's like for serious and her, she's always seen him as the guy that like is is not doing things that he should be like, yes, he's very reckless. Yes. Um, he's immature in her eyes. So like when he says something, uh, she's, she's not going to, um, like take his opinion. You know what I mean? So when he's saying like, yeah, you should do it. I think maybe it was like a shock to her being like, Oh shoot. Like if he's agreeing, then maybe like, this is something you really shouldn't be doing, even mm-hmm. though it was my idea. Cause she like never agrees. She with like him. has an idea in her head of like how he, she she just in her mind always assumes well i shouldn't be reckless like serious yes so then when he is like yeah this is great she's just like backpedaling for a second and being like hold oh, on oh yeah Wait, i usually disagree with everything that he thinks mm-hmm. are mm-hmm. we sure this is right and, and i think with hermione she's like a little bit narrow-minded in the sense where like she doesn't have to agree with him at all but like he can still say like yeah, what I think you're doing is a great idea and like they can move on and both agree with that and then disagree on other things. I don't think she sees that at this point in time. You know what I mean? She's Mm -hmm, like, oh, I never like what he does. So like I have to like not, if I'm doing something that he likes then it must not be a good thing. Um, I don't think she's grasped that concept yet. Mm. She needs to broaden her mind a little bit. I think she gets there, but I agree. She, yeah. I also don't think what they're doing is reckless, to be honest. Um, I think well, o- the only in the it sense is when of you like, have Umbridge there. That's but the part the, that is if they're reckless. not not reckless smart. in a bad way, just I don't think it's reckless. I think it's very smart, but it just needs to be done right. But I don't think reckless is the right word. I guess maybe uh, the right it's, word would um, be dangerous. Dangerous. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that's kind of what we meant. Correct. But we just I'm on your wavelength. Word, but yeah. You get it. Yeah. Like it's yeah. It's realistically it's, it's like if you if you take everything away and you just hear like these students are now forming their secret like fight club basically kind of thing, <laughs> you don't talk like, about like, fight club dude like that 
that's that doesn't sound like a good idea. But then you have the whole backstory of like, well, there's actually like this mass murderer that will kill you if you get in his way. Right. Um, and the whole government wants to suppress the whole thing. And they're now in your school. So you can't learn anything because they're afraid you're going to uprise against them. Then you're like, oh, no, no, no. Start a fight club. <laughs> I'll join. Yeah. Um. And then she continues. She's like, I think he'd love to be forming secret defense societies right under the nose of someone from the ministry. But he kind of is already in one. But that's okay. I was going to say that. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I think Hermione is kind of forgetting that, like, he is in and his I, own way. But like, yes, he's being he's being oppressed in the sense that, like, he can't maybe oppressed isn't the right word. Suppressed. I don't know. But like. He's not able to do everything that he wants to do for the secret society, but like he is a part of it. And I think for him, he just is not doing in his mind. He enough. wants to be in the line. He doesn't actually. Very much like we've talked it. about this. Like obviously, his anime is a dog. Dogs don't like to be sit around up. and be cooped up, and yeah. especially like I feel like the kind of dog he is like needs to be out and like active and running and doing He's things. A free and, like, soul. He, he probably liked it more when he was on the run, honestly, than yeah. when he was cooped up in the house that he grew up in has a lot of horrible memories. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he's stuck there for months and we all know how that feels. It sucks. Word. Yeah. And she's like, I think he's really frustrated how little he can do where he is. So I think he's keen to kind of egg us on. No. And that's where I think she goes wrong in this statement. Yeah. I don't necessarily think that she went completely off the beaten path with saying that it's reckless or something like that or like do we trust his judgment because like she has her own reasons for not trusting his judgment and I don't think that she's wrong in all of those reasons. But when she gets to this part where it's like is he trying to egg us on into doing this because he wants to do it? That's where he's I think already she's gone doing a, it. Right. She's gone, <laughs> at this point, she's gone a little yeah. too far because like he just knows that he was in this situation with mm-hmm. them in the first war and they do need to do this. Two things. One, someone pointed out that um, realistically, like in like with, when they're around all the adults in the order and everything, a lot of them are saying how he's immature, like Molly, like she's always, you know what I mean? Is disagreeing with how he's doing things, whatever else. Yeah, I think going with like how he has already gone through this, he probably wishes he could have done more. So he might be thinking too, like, had we done this in our time, maybe my friends would still be alive. Yeah, maybe sure. everything would have turned out differently. I wouldn't have been an Azkaban for twelve years. I would really know Harry and have got to see him grow up instead of seeing him when he was a baby as a year a year old baby, and now he's grown. You know? Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, well, I agree. Yeah. Um. Ron then says, Sirius is right. You do sound just like my mother. (laughs) Do you think she's going to bring that up when they fight later on? You remember when you call me your mother? (laughs) Probably. Probably. (laughs) Hermione seems like one of those people that would just like literally remember everything like this and be like, you said this, blah, blah, blah. I feel like Ron would be like, but I love my mom. So like, it's a compliment. She makes great food. (laughs) She makes great food. (laughs) That'd be a Ron saying you kate okay <laughs> i don't know if you're done your that. microphone is yellow thank you yellow. it's like my text it is okay you're so cute i try the weather oh let's talk about the weather oh weather boy. how dare you uh it did not clear up by the time quidditch practice came around so harry and ron are walking down to the pitch and they're already soaked within minutes i thought you were gonna tell me a time hmm oh at seven did not clear up by seven. Thank you. 
um, in the changing room. So it's so bad outside that Fred and George are muttering to themselves and are like, should we use like our our ill treats to get out of practice? Our ill treats. <laughs> Sickness snacks. Our sick sweets. Um, and we do learn about fever fudge. Woo. So it does work, sort of. Oh. You do get a temperature, but you also get pus-filled boils. No. And Ron, Ron is like, I don't see any boils on you guys. And Fred's like, yeah, well, you wouldn't. Because they don't really go in a place that uh, you generally display to the public. (laughs) And then he says, but they make sitting on a broom a right pain in the... And Angelina walks in. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Um, The whole team does Hermione's impervious trick. And they do it on their faces, which I think is really smart. Yeah, I wonder. And I thought when I read this, I'm like, I wonder if they're allowed to do that like during a game. Well, Harry did on his glasses. But I think that's different. Yeah. Because like... When you're wearing glasses or something like you, if if it's raining, you're at a disadvantage to everyone else to the that isn't wearing glasses because you get rain at your glasses. Yeah, I and then you. you really can't see. Um, so like that, I understand. But the whole face, like, what if like my team does it, but your team doesn't? Right. And it's a disadvantage. Yeah. So I wonder. Yeah. I wonder too. Yes, I have it in my book. Go on. I got it in my book. The use is to make the target repel water in mist. Um, in English, impervious means not penetrable. And then they bring up Prisoner of Azkaban, where Hermione uses it on Harry's glasses during the Quidditch match. And then it says, in Deathly Hallows, Hermione also suggested Ron use this charm to protect things in Corbin Yaxley's office until he could sort out the rain. Because remember, it was raining in That's Yaxley's right. office and he had to go. What does he say, at least in the b- movie, where he's like, did you try an umbrella? And then like, it turned out his dad did the oh. same thing. <laughs> That's awesome. I love that one. Um, so the whole team does this on their face, um, but it doesn't really help. As soon as Harry kicks off on his broom, he's almost blown off course. Um, yeah, they still couldn't see a thing. He's like, how am I even going to see the snitch? I can't even see this bludger that we're using. And he had to use the sloth grip roll, which I think they learned about not too long ago, right? Didn't we just talk about that? We did. Um, Angelina didn't see his sweet skills, though, um, because she couldn't really seem to see anything. None of them had a clue what the other ones were doing. She made them (laughs) stay, right? Right. She made them keep at it for almost an hour before she finally gave up. Oh, my God. And I had to read some stuff from the book. Uh, Fred and George were looking particularly annoyed. Both were bandy-legged and mm-hmm. winced with every movement. Poor guys. <laughs> and Harry heard Fred mutter that he thinks a few of his had ruptured. Oh. And George says, mine haven't. They're just throbbing. Oh, <laughs> I like guys. I like can't even. You know what? Dedication, man. Right? Like, dedication to your craft and to mm. your futures. Oh, my gosh. I mean, Take it. one for the team. Right? Yeah, you guys are <laughs> awesome. So Harry's toweling off his head. Um, and suddenly he yells, ouch. Um, this his scar seared in pain more painfully than it had in months. Oof, how scary, right? So the team's like, "What's up?" And he's like, "Nah, I just poked myself in the eye." <laughs> but Ron, that knows is better. such a Katie move. I would actually poke myself, right? In the eye, though, sure. <laughs> Ron knows better though, so he's like, "Like, are, are you actually okay?" And he's scared because like Voldemort can't be by them right now, right? And Harry's like, "No." And I have to read from the book because He's I didn't hiding feel... hiding in a locker. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Peeking out. I found you. Look over your shoulder. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> I didn't want to not do the book justice and just paraphrase, so... Do it. Um, Harry says, no, he's probably miles away. It hurt because he's angry. 
Harry had not meant to say that at all and heard the words as though a stranger had spoken them. I think he's angry because he didn't get any ice cream. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) I'm going to be. Yeah, he knew at once that they were true. He did not know how he knew it, but he did. Voldemort, wherever he was, whatever he was doing, was in a towering temper. Did you see him? Said Ron, looking horrified. Did you get a vision or something? Harry sat quite still, staring at his feet, allowing his mind and his memory to relax in the aftermath of the pain. A confused tangle of shapes, a howling rush of voices. He wants something done, and it's not happening fast enough, he said. Again, he felt surprised to hear the words coming out of his mouth, and yet quite certain that they were true. He just wants his ice cream. (laughs) But how do you know, said Ron. So Harry just shakes his head, and Ron's like, is this sort of like the last time your scar hurt in Umbridge's office? Was he angry then? So Harry thinks back, and he had been looking into Umbridge's face, and his scar had hurt. And he had had an odd feeling in his stomach, a strange leaping feeling, a happy feeling. But of course, he had not recognized it for what it was, as he had been feeling so miserable himself. So last time, it was because Voldemort was really pleased, and he thought something good was going to happen. And then the night before they came back to Hogwarts, Harry realizes that Voldemort was furious. So Ron's just like gaping at him like how do you know all this stuff like how weird would it be for him to say all this yeah because the only other times that harry scar was hurt what was when he was near Mm -hmm. or you know when he actually like touched him but now he's just to hear feelings yeah to hear your friends say like he's happy or he's angry like how scary is that it's terrifying it's really scary Uh, more quote from the book You could take over from Trelawney, mate, he said in an odd voice. I'm not making prophecies, said Harry. No, you know what you're doing, Ron said, sounding both scared and impressed. Harry, you're reading you know whose mind. No, said Harry, shaking his head. It's more like his mood, I suppose. I'm just getting flashes of what mood he's in. Dumbledore said something like that. Something like this was happening last year. He said that when Voldemort was near me or when he was feeling hatred, I could tell. Well, now I'm feeling it when he's pleased, too. It's the um, Horcrux. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. You're welcome. It's actually the Horcrux that wants the ice cream. Mm. Right? Mm. What do you think the Horcrux's favorite flavor of ice cream is? Death. Death by chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. Orange blossom from (laughs) the Yes. Lake a la mode. (laughs) Gross. So Ron's like, you have to tell someone. And Harry's like, I told Sirius last time. And Ron's like, we'll tell him again. But with Umbridge watching the owls, that's not really something he can do very easily. Mm-hmm. So Ron's like, we'll tell Dumbledore. And Harry gets very short. And he's like, he already knows. There's no point in telling him again. <sighs> and Ron says, I really think he would want to know. But Harry just changes the subject because they have silencing charms of practice. And he just wants to silence Ron. That's pretty rude. Ooh. So they both, hurry, they both hurry back to school and Harry's got some thoughts to think. I just... I need you to send that to me so I can save it in my phone and use it all the time. Say it was the Horcrux. <laughs> I... This part just literally just sucks because... I need Harry to be able to talk to Dumbly and they're just both of them are going about it all wrong, but then not wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, we could talk this to death. Yeah. It's uh, it just sucks. You know, it's one of those things where it's like, it's already in place. It happened. Mm-hmm. 
they can't go back. It sucks. I mean, and Dumbledore is right in the fact that he thought Voldemort was going to, like, take over. And he does do it, luckily. Not for very long, but... It's just scary. Isn't there a part... I don't know if I put it in my section. Uh, I might have. That he says something about, like, Dumbledore. Yeah, I did. Okay. (laughs) Because he's, like, talking about how, like... um, Talking about the connection, it says Dumbledore had never been able, which Dumbledore had never been able to explain satisfactorily. Still won't, so don't hold out hope. He dies before you get to really have a conversation about it. About what? The connection. Yeah, you're not going to find that out, Harry, until you die oh. and then come <laughs> back. <My God. laughs> First yeah. Dumbledore's going to die, then you're going to die, and then you'll find out, and then you're going to come back to life. Oh, Harry. Oh, Harry. Are you done? Yep. Oh. You sped through that. Hey. She's a speedy speaker. (laughs) So Harry remembers how they were talking um, at the headquarters about the fact that there was like a weapon or something. And he (laughs) being Voldemort wants to put it into operation. And it's something that he didn't have last time. And so it's now making more sense to Harry that Voldemort is angry. um, Probably because he's trying to get close to the weapon and he's no closer right now to getting it than he was really at the beginning of the school like when harry was first heard about this not wrong um so harry was thinking about like what it could be who might have it what noises does it make i added that part in it's not true honk honk (laughs) and um ron says the password to the um common room and that's pulls harry out of his thoughts and the password is mimbulus mimboltonia aka that magical plant we all know has Thanks, stinky sap stinky stinky sap what i don't know <laughs> okay <Word. laughs> so harry was very glad um that hermione was most likely asleep because she wasn't in the common room when he got back because he didn't want to talk about a scar hurting mm-hmm. and he didn't really want to have to like talk again about like he's not gonna go tell dumbledore mm-hmm. and he's not gonna like can't tell Sirius. um mm-hmm. and go talk about it yep and he's not going to talk about it hurting. What do you think that Umbridge would even, like, think if she read a letter of him describing his scar hurting? I think he would be sent to St. Mungo's. Ooh. Oh, yeah. For his own personal safety and safety of others. Correct. Mm. That's interesting. Um, so he was sort of kind of-ish working on his potions homework. While trying to ignore Ron, who kept glancing at him every once in a he's while. He's so freaked out. I think not just freaked out, but I think he's worried for his friend. Yeah, because he knows he's not telling anyone, so like yeah. nothing's going to come of it, too. So it's like, this is happening. It's gonna we make know Ron- it's not good, and we're doing nothing to like help the yeah. situation. Yeah. It's going to make Ron like hyper aware of it, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, so then after Ron goes to bed, um, Harry really wasn't writing anything down. So he was trying to read about the potions, but he really wasn't able to concentrate because he kept kind of reading the same passage. And I'm sure this happens to you. It happens to me all the time. I feel like my brain will start reading something else, then I have to reread what I just read. I did it all day today when Sarah kept playing me stupid songs. (laughs) She's like, she's like, like, read the book so we can talk about it. Read the book so we can talk about it. So I'm sitting there trying to read and she keeps talking to me. (laughs) I was like, I have no idea what I just read. So. While um, he's trying to read, he keeps thinking about different things. He thinks about what Hermione had said about Sirius being cooped up at Grimmauld Place. It's not a lie. 
um, what the prophet would say if they knew Harry could feel what Voldemort was feeling and also why did he know that what Voldemort was thinking and feeling. Um, and then there's this quote from the book and it says, what was this weird connection between them, which Dumbledore had never been able to explain satisfactorily. Sorry, sweetheart, you're really not going to get an answer until you die. Sorry. <laughs> uh, and he was also kind of thinking about the fact that he would like to be sleeping. Um, and I just, because when he's reading uh, about the potions, there are like three things that are named. So there's, I don't know if it's lavage or lovish. I don't know. Lavage. Lavage. So uh, it's probably best known. This is just from Google. Lovage. Lovage. <laughs> Love age. Love age. Love age. Lovage. 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 <laughs> so it's probably Lovage. best known as a digestive aid, relieving flatulence. <laughs> And other stomach discomfort, in addition to helping digestion, digestion, lovage was commonly used to strengthen the heart and as a respiratory aid. And it's also used as a diuretic. And that um, just means like to help you pee more, basically, to treat kidney stones and as a blood purifier. Mm. So that's one thing that was named. Then there's scurvy grass. And this is um, scurvy scurvy from (laughs) WebMD. And it's a herb. um, A herb? A herb. (laughs) It's leaves and flowering parts are used to make medicine. And it says it gets its name from the fact that I was going to make a sailor joke. Um, And scurvy just means that you need more vitamin D or vitamin C. I'm sorry. Eat an orange. Um, Every time I don't eat a lot of fruit, I'm like, Marty, I'm going to get scurvy, man. (laughs) So it gets its name from the fact that soldiers, except it's a sailors, used to take it to prevent a disease called scurvy. Mm -hmm. And people get scurvy when they don't have enough vitamin C, which is found in citrus fruits. And scurvy was a frequent problem among sailors who couldn't get fresh fruit while at sea. Mm -hmm. Um, And people take scurvy grass for vitamin C deficiencies, gout, arthritis, stomach aches. And fluid retention. It's also known as a blood purifier. So also, like, if you have fluid retention, a lot of times, um, like, Lasix is, a, is a, um, a medicine that they give people to help get fluid off them. So that's like a diuretic, which is what lavage is as well. And it says some people apply scurvy grass directly to the affected area for skin irritations, canker sores, and gum disease. Um, it's sometimes also called watercress. Be careful not to confuse it with watercress. What? It's just the same thing. <laughs> All right. Well, it's a typo. Send them a strongly worded um, and you letter. Can tell the difference between like the flowers, I guess. But anyways, that's scurvy grass. And the next one was the sneeze wart. <laughs> sounds like something from Nightmare. Oh my <laughs> god! Yes. <laughs> so worms wart. Where's the worms wart? <laughs> <laughs> oh god! I can't wait till October. <laughs> yeah. Why wait? Just watch it. Um, <laughs> so sneezewort is a plant <gasps> the root is used as a medicine and so some people make a tea from dried sneezewort root and use it for <laughs> joint and muscle pain toothache diarrhea nausea vomiting intestinal gas tiredness urinary tract problems and loss of appetite Jeez. even um, the rhea yeah. and it says some people <laughs> chew fresh sneezewort root for relief of a toothache um which is cool what do you just like chew it? I guess it should be called a real word. It's like, how does it work? There, there, the, this is also from WebMD. It says there isn't enough information to know how sneeze mort might work. All right. But I just thought that was cool. Beans, baby. Um, and then a quote from the book it says, These plants are most, um, a word, effect, 
Efficacious? I don't know. How do you say that? Efficacious? Efficacious? I don't know. In the inflaming of the brain and therefore much used in confusing and befuddlement drafts. It says draughts, right? Or drafts. Yeah, but I think it's pronounced drafts. Drafts. I don't know. I'm American. Where the wizard is desirous of producing hot headedness and recklessness. Ecclesiastes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. So is that saying like they want, like, say I make this draft and I give it to Katie. Is that me wanting her to become a hothead or become more reckless? Or if I be reckless giving it to her? Oh, I think the, la- or the uh, first one. Yeah, I think the first one. Because it yeah. makes me think of like, I wonder if this is like just like a theme. Because obviously Voldemort's angry. He's a little hothead. We're talking about recklessness here. Sirius is reckless. They're being reckless. Doing this thing. Why are you air quoting? Reckless, reckless. He's our man. If he can't do it, Voldy can. Mm. (laughs) So, with it being late at night and the common room is warm from the fire. Oh, so cozy. He falls asleep Mm. and he starts to dream. And this is all that it is said. And it says, quote from the book. Are you all right? He was walking once more along a windowless corridor, his footsteps echoing in the silence. As the door at the end of the passage loomed larger, his heart beat fast with excitement. If he could only open it, enter beyond. So here's my question. Into the beyond! I was going to say that! Into the unknown! Oh, yes. That's how we determine which Frozen movie we watch. I said, do you want to see Elsa sing Let It Go or Into the Unknown? Here's my question. All right, sure. So... We know that, like, these dreams and his connection with Voldemort, it's the Horcrux. Don't tell Tiffany. She'll get too excited. So, <laughs> if he's if he's having this dream and it's the corridor in the ministry and beyond is the, the balls of prophecies, right? <laughs> the hall of prophecies? <laughs> yeah, but I meant, like, balls because they're all crystal balls. The hall of they? balls of prophecies. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> <laughs> So sure, wouldn't it make sense that he would only if he's only connected to Voldemort? Does that mean Voldemort's in the Ministry of Walking down this corridor? Well, I think who does he have? Doesn't he have people? So maybe he's in someone else's. But head. why would he be in someone else's? Well, head he's and not also Voldemort? he's also thinking Voldemort is constantly thinking about this place. So it could yeah, be that I think that's probably what he's constantly that, thinking about that. Bob Shorts. Maybe I mean, Voldy's dreaming a little like dream. Just make, <laughs> dream a little dream. I mean, he has like people. He has people in the ministry that are trying to get through that door. So he could be. Made, I get that. Okay, I understand that. But I here's my thing. He's Harry's not connected to D- Joe Schmo down the street that's putting on his dark robe. Okay, and like doing all right. Well, stuff, listen. Right? Yes, listen to this. So he has people within the ministry. Say those people go in. They walk through this hall. They can't get through the door. They report back to Voldemort. Voldemort looks inside their head to see if they're actually doing what he wants them to do because he trusts no one. So he's, so he's, he's constantly seeing, seeing this hallway through the people. I like that that are going into the ministry for him so like <laughs> but why is harry dreaming about it because voldemort, voldemort is thinking about, about, it. about it he's always thinking about it he mm-hmm. could be dreaming does about voldemort it too sleep? <gasps> does voldemort dream 
I bet I he mean, never he's not sleeps. Chuck Norris, so he sleeps. But does he? With one eye open like a dolphin? Well, how does snake sleep? He probably sleeps like a snake. How does snake sleep? Oh, <gasps> I bet he crazy. sleeps like a dolphin. They don't actually sleep. They only rest half their brain. Do not compare him, him to a dolphin. Oh my god, <laughs> both of you. I'm offended. I am offended. So, like, here's my question, though. I and like I lost my sleep. train of thought. Shoot the shooters. Voldemort. Voldemort. Dreams. Dreams. Is he thinking about it? Reptiles sleep during burmation. Yeah, he don't sleep like a snake. However, they wake and need to forage for food and water during this time. When necessary, they will go and find food and water and then return to a state of burmation for longer periods because the snakes are using less energy. They can go much longer than usual feedings but does he eat so here's my i question. can't see him like he has to eat eating a sandwich what does he eat he what makes, do you eat when you're a dark lord fish sticks that's wrong <laughs> 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 why fish sticks i don't know we were talking about him yesterday and tiffany was upset about him so here's my question so right at this t- point in time book five Voldemort's intent on getting the ball that has his prophecy, right? His prophecy ball, right? Harry's mm-hmm. prophecy. Or well, they're, they're both. It's or really Voldemort's. <laughs> so when is he? When is the intent on getting the 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 ward, the wand? I was gonna say sword. That's why it was the ward. <laughs> weird. <laughs> okay, so say it again. When does he want the wand? The elder wand. Yes. In he seven. seven, he doesn't. Kn- he you don't think he does it in six. He doesn't know about it. He doesn't know. He about doesn't it. know about it. So Baldy doesn't know that the wizard had a wand. Okay, so <laughs> you're so crazy. I just, I don't know. I just don't see him. So he learns about the. This he much, he learns about the connection of the twin cores, and then he takes Lucius's wand during the flight of the seven Potters. Harry's wand spins back and does like this golden light of magic against his because um, it's not going it's it's not going to kill what it recognizes in its own master. And then he goes he has Ollivander and so he questions him and he learns about the death stick and the wand of destiny and blah 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 blah. Death stick? Mm -hmm. It's the name of it. The Death Stick, the Wand of Destiny, the Elder Wand. The Death Stick. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, I don't like that, that name. What is that thing in? Um, she wasn't movie. I don't know. What's it about? The cheerleading movie. Bring it oh, up. the Spirit Stick. Spirit Stick. Don't let it drop. <laughs> mm-hmm. I just I don't know. I just don't. I just don't get like because even with the like I guess like we see he sees later on with. Um, Nagini attacking right it's Nagini correct attacking yes. Arthur yeah so the only reason does he see that is because Nagini is a horcrux I think is so. she a horcrux then yes yeah, yeah she is yeah yeah Bertha Jorkins yep yep yeah I don't know I just don't care I he's just, okay I think they're like two like I think she's just I don't know no but here's the thing that about Voldemort is he is obsessive so yeah. if this is going to lead to the defeat of his arch nemesis, if this is going to take down the boy who lived, then he is going to do whatever he can until he gets it. And he's not going to stop and he's not going to let up. And he's he's an obsessive kind of person. Like if you think about when he was going to get like the locket and the cup, like his eyes flared up red as he was still like 
he was a handsome Tom Riddle, but he was like a little bit less because he had already made some Horcruxes. And he like obsessed over getting them. Like he goes back and then like she's dead within like a week of him going and seeing that she had Hufflepuff's cup and the locket. Like he's an obsessive kind of person. I get that. I just, my thing is like the connection. Like I just don't get why to he's me, seeing like, this why he way. wouldn't, why he, in my mind, the only way that he would like dream about walking along the corridor is if Voldemort himself was doing it. I th- like, you know, and like, well, he like could be thinking in- about it. I just don't, to me, that's not, a, it's, I don't know. I just don't. Well, I'll tell you what but the like, answer even, is. Like, we talk about like back in the beginning of the fourth book when he's seeing Will in he- the room and he's not seeing it from Voldemort's point of view. He's seeing it as like a fly on the wall. So like, why are you seeing it like that when you're supposed to be connected to Voldemort? Well, because he's a seer. There? Because he's a seer. Okay. Whatever. He's I mean, I don't, Harry's, Harry's a seer, but I'll tell you, are you ready? No. It's okay. a one word. It's no, I'm sorry. It's a two word answer. The lake. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say magic. Magic. <laughs> no. I just, to me, I, it shouldn't work the way it's quote working. To me, book. I get it. For me, <laughs> dumb. Easy now. I think I understand the. I get it. Yeah, I think I can. I think I can be okay with the answer of Voldemort is obsessing over it, and that's why Harry's seeing it. But that's me. Is he obsessing over it at one o'clock in the morning? Maybe, yeah, probably, because I don't sleep. think he doesn't sleep. Sleeps. He sleeps. Here's my thing. He, he, wor- he makes a whirring doing, sound and shuts is, down momentarily. He is human. <laughs> And you like to point that out at the very end. He dies and has a body like a freaking human being. I'm not saying he doesn't sleep. I was being a He stinker. sleeps, he <gasps> eats, and he allegedly created a baby with Does someone. He poop? Well, yeah. Yeah. He would Everybody die. Everybody poops. Sometimes. Okay. Everybody poops. Let's go to the lightning bolt round and not talk about fecal matter. Okay. That's you. That is me. <laughs> We're so close to ice cream. I know. First question from Truffles is, what's your favorite ice cream flavor? Chocolate. It depends on my mood. <laughs> You're I happy. Really it's in- summer. <laughs> no, like, um, uh, it also depends on where we go. You know, I can never... Honey, honey Hut. Honey Hut. Honey Hut. You're getting Orange Blossom. blossom. Okay. Here's the on. thing. Is it Shock- not the best you've ever had? It's great. It is so good. I mean... I had it at Ava's first birthday party in my life. has never been the same. Chocolate peanut butter from Honey Hut. Are fantastic. we just talking Honey Hut? Right yeah, now? let's yeah, just honey do Honey Hut. Hut. Uh, what is it? Vanilla bean crunch. Mm, okay. you do they, like I will one. say their um, honey pecan. <sighs> fantastic. So good. The pecans are salty. Oh, oh. So good. Mm. And sometimes, because I usually get two sweets, I'll do it? an orange a, blossom what? and a honey, honey pecan. I'm sorry. I was reading I'll this. I'll do two honey pecan. Um, uh, yes, flavors. I have. I do that a lot. I mix flavors. Like a chocolate and the orange blossom. Last week when we went, they had banana peanut butter and it was so (sighs) Sounds horrendous. Next question. What's your favorite ice cream topping from Peanuts? Kelly. Um, Mally's Hot Fudge. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. Mally's Hot Fudge. Also Spanish peanuts because they're delish. Or Honey Hut's peanut butter sauce. Kelly. Kelly asks, what animal would you want to silencio? What animal? Tiffany, because yeah. she's an animal. <laughs> Fozzie Bear, when he is barking oh, like yeah. crazy at his own dad. 
Like you see it's your dad. He, like, it's re- like it's not even like it's a ridiculous. It's bark. so and loud so and excited. he doesn't stop and he's prancing around. And he's sliding around and he got to get everything in his mouth so he can parade it around. He's grabbing whatever. He'll take toys out of Alana's hands to parade like he's like frantic. I would. But do, it's really sometimes, cute. Um, I hear my neighbor's dog like late at night outside barking. I don't always hear the dog. But sometimes I'm like, can you not bark it? He's so quality. It's like outrageous. I would silence all the birds that are outside of my house because they are so loud. Just silence my whole neighborhood. I would silence the fireworks at freaking one o'clock. Why is that a thing over here on this side of town? Because it just became legal. Oh, did it? Mm hmm. Oh, I quit. I quit. No, I quit. It was literally so there's fireworks all the time, and I don't get it. So bad, I'm they like, hate it. Guys, chill. Yeah, it's really frustrating. Ugh. Okay. Tori's bullet asks, "What item would you curse?" <laughs> I had a really bad response. <laughs> the toilet bowl. I was gonna be like your mom. <laughs> oh my yeah. god. What would I curse? I would curse something that um is something that you would pick up a lot. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'd curse my computer when it's being dumb. Oh yeah, but then God. you would get the curse. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I know what I want to say, but I can't. Yeah, don't say it. <laughs> I don't know what you would say. I mm-hmm. said toilet pool. Oh. The never ending Rios. <laughs> I would probably like do something like um curse something of mine that like if i touch it it's fine but if other people touch it because like i don't want don't touch it without asking me you know mm-hmm. maybe like my car keys <laughs> a certain political figure's cell phone <laughs> would be great to curse uh, okay katie did you say something your computer but then you'd get it yeah i don't really but you know could, you could curse it so other people touching your stuff yeah, I don't. Yeah, if they don't ask, I hate when people ask me to use yeah. my stuff. Me Just ask because, like, I'll probably say yes. Yeah, but if you don't like, ask, then I'm mad. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'll get all like when people like eat my stuff. It's like just ask me, even though I do this to my sister. Where I steal their food. <laughs> <laughs> but Vinny, I'm the baby. I like this one. Vinny asks, "So is Voldemort? Voldemort is Harry's Kylo Ren to his Ray? Oh, uh, with a con- with, the with the Force connection. With the Force connection." Mm, no because they they don't they don't talk to each other (laughs) but yeah that's true they don't talk to each other but voldemort does like put things in harry's mind they figure out how to use it they just can't they do as well as ray and like kylo is like a boss with it how he like grabs the necklace off of ray for real he just wants to smooch her i need to watch that he's so good looking oh my gosh we did oh man adam driver Oh my goodness! He was cheated out of that that Oscar. He was so good in oh, Marriage Story. Oh, in Marriage Story, Story. Mm-hmm. I forget who won. Fantastic! I think I liked. I think I still liked whoever won. It the was Oscar. the Joker movie, wasn't oh, it? Oh, I never watched that. Oh, I'm, is that on HBO? Uh, whatever's. Um, it's on something. I think. Yeah, you can watch it on something. Okay. Fletcher asks, "Would you have skipped Quidditch if you had the boils Gred and Forge had?" Yes, I would have skipped. Yeah. I've been like, mm, I would nope. have skipped life until they're done. I would just lay there. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Uh, Need some preparation H. I don't think that would help with boils though. It feels 
Couldn't you like put a like cushioning charm on your tush? <laughs> cushion tush. Oh, cushion. There are like, cushioning charms. You know, a pain like put a pain like a salve on it. Like didn't he? Why couldn't they just do that? Couldn't they Maybe just they like just dip didn't have their any. butts in essence of merlap? <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like that only works as you're soaking it. Yeah, I agree. All right, what's you happening? Know? All right, next question is from Sarah T. <laughs> when you first read Order of the Phoenix, did you actually think that there was a weapon? Yes. If so, if you remember, do you remember what you thought it could be? I, I had no idea. I had Tiffany no idea. fall for Joe's path. Yeah, every time. I thought I don't it remember. was going to be a giant claw that would come down and pick people off. The, the claw. claw, it moves. <laughs> I definitely did fall for the whole weapon. Weapon, yeah. But I don't think that I had ever had an idea. Maybe of what I it thought it was been. like a wand you know, or something, the, but like yeah. not. Well, you're no, kind I, of right. But I, but I didn't think it was the like prophecy is one kind of stupid, and also the prophecy I feel like is stupid. The weapon is knowledge because knowledge is power. Yeah, whatever. Knowledge is power. Does it really tell you anything else? No. Listen, Debbie. Well, <laughs> because Voldemort does not know that. Voldemort doesn't know that there's no other option between him and Harry. Like there is no like happy medium. It but, is like, all he, or nothing, one at or this the other. Point in time, we've always we've talked about him being obsessive. Take the prophecy out of it, and do, do you think Voldemort would let Harry live in any situation? No, no. But I think that the prophecy, in all honesty, is more powerful for Harry to know than Voldemort. Because Harry is not a person, in my opinion, (laughs) that would go and straight out go to kill, you know? Well, he doesn't. So now he has to come to the realization, I have to be the one to kill him. It is that or nothing. Well, no, 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 no. Harry has, no, Harry goes to Voldemort not to kill him. He goes to die. Well, true. But but I'm saying like when he first hears it. But when he first hears it, he thinks, I'm the only one that can do it. And I think that that's more important than Voldemort really getting it. I think Voldemort probably is disappointed by the prophecy because he probably thought that it was more than it was. I would agree. I'm. But I think that the prophecy was more for Harry. Well, he didn't hear the entire prophecy. Voldemort? No. You're, he, he only yeah. heard half of it and then it was smashed. So the only people that knew the entirety of the prophecy, Trelawney didn't know even though she gave it. Dumbledore, Harry, and then later Snape. on Snape. Yeah. When does Snape hear it? He like, does, I mean, he's like told, told it. Talking to, I just, I mean, six. Yeah. The full one. And then Ron and Hermione eventually. Correct. Yeah. Eventually. Um, next question comes from Sam. What would Voldy dream about? Puppies, corridors, and rainbows. Probably literally really just like how obsessive things Harry about. coming to power, what he's gonna do, his whole regime. Probably like nasty things like stomping on people and being number one, you know. But then he said more... seven people knew about the prophecy in its entirety. Oh! Was it Harry, Ron, Hermione, Dumbledore, Dumbledore, Snape? Snape. Does Voldemort know the whole thing? Wait, the oh, and Trelawney. Trelawney. Wait, did you one, miscount? Two, Ron, Harry, Hermione, Dumbledore, Snape, Trelawney. That's six. Who else? Write them all, Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's just six. Are we missing someone? Dang. Yeah, six. Dang. Oh, well, that would have been cool. It would have been. Still cool. 
All right, next question comes from Kelly. What would Wormtail be able to make Voldemort? I think to eat. Oh, to eat. What would, what would Wormtail make Voldemort to eat? <laughs> Probably a protein shake. <laughs> a protein An shake. An insure. Oh, my a God. Pedialyte. A pedialyte. pedialyte. <laughs> Mouse stew. <laughs> what do snakes eat? Ooh. Mice. Oh. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> mice on toast. Mice on toast. Tonight we have the finest quality roasted mice on a bed of rice. Little rat food pellets. <laughs> You're out of your mind. Oh my gosh. What's the next question? <laughs> Jillian, do you take Voldemort getting Bellatrix pregnant as canon? Do you think he loved her or he mm. was just using her? Okay, using A, her. he doesn't know anything of love, so no love ever. <laughs> yeah, no, he didn't love her. B, I don't think he's thing, like, that's a distinction. Like, you don't, you don't have to love someone to create a human with them. Correct. Correct. Um, And yes, I take it as canon. Yeah, I think it's canon, but I... With the baby? Yeah. Yeah. And I... It's not a boy. I think that it's not. I think that Voldemort, in all honesty, I go I go back and forth on like how I view this because I'm not really sure what my opinion is yet on like why Voldemort did this. I don't know. It's just another way to tie himself in. Yeah, I don't know if it was like an insurance. See, that's kind of what I think about it. Yeah, if this was really just all Bellatrix, but I don't know. Well, I, I kind of think I view it as like an insurance. I think that he just wants to make sure that like his, the line, like his line does not last. I mean, does not die. It's him. not ended. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Katie. I have something back to the old question. Maybe there was seven that knew. Gave it. Because Trelawney wouldn't, didn't know she that didn't she really said know, it. Yeah. So what about Lily and James? So that would be seven. Did they know the full prophecy? I guess we don't know. I think they were just told to go into hiding. And what about Neville's parents? They were, they, I don't think they ever knew. But like, were I, they not told? I to think, go into I, hiding? I, I, I think it was known that Voldemort was going after James and Lily instead of Frank and Alice. From yeah. jump? I think so. I think that the, then why I, did they go well, after, well, I think Frank and Alice, why Al- did the, why did Bellatrix and all of them go they're, after? they're, they're oars. Yeah, but like, then why bring Neville up into the prophecy at all? If it had Well, nobody, to do with- but you have to think that when they attacked them, it was after Voldemort had already fallen. So Correct. it's like, who would be talking about the prophecy then? Yeah. But like, I don't know. I just had always assumed that like, because they've always talked about it could have been Neville. It could have been Neville. It could have been Neville. But the only well. people that talk about that are the people that knew about it. Yeah, but his parents can't talk about it. So like, that's what I'm saying. Like, did they also try to like, at least put him in hiding? So like, neither Harry nor neville were like in i feel like they were like i feel like they weren't hidden because nobody ever says anything yeah we don't know we We don't don't, but i'm just gonna go ahead and make an a double snakes out of myself and assume i disagree that's why Hmm. i don't know i have to think about it more i have no opinion katie i don't know i don't think they would know I don't know why. Oh, Discord is saying it's canon that Bellatrix attacked them after they came out of hiding. But out of hiding or after? Because it's after 
But, but only into, because they, they, they were orders. Right. Like, did they go into hiding because of the prophecy or did they go into hiding because they were members of the order? Why would they go into hiding if they were orders, though? You know what I mean? She said members of the order. Oh, me- oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm thinking about what I'm reading on the discord. But then also, like, if you're a member of the order, why would you go into hiding? See, I would assume I had always assumed that they both both of them, because at first they didn't know how do they automatically know? which family Voldemort was going to go after because the prophecy that Snape heard could have been Neville or Harry. And then he just so happened to pick Harry for whatever reason. So I would have assumed. I don't know. They man. both would have gone into hiding or I at need least to do more research on like, this. Maybe there's more out there. Maybe. Cause at this yeah. point, Harry, the only family Harry has besides his parents are the, the Dursleys. So like they're not in the picture right now. So all of his grandparents are dead, right? Ooh, Neville still has his grandmother. So I they like could have just Mia given saying. Neville to his grandmother. He go into hiding, and then they're going to torture Frank Neville's Alice. parents. Yeah. Good I point, don't know if Neville was there or anything when it happened. I hope he wasn't. I don't know. I do like what, Ma- what Mia said. Yeah. She said, was Snape the one who assumed it was talking about the Potters? And then that kind of set him down that path. I bet you I bet you it did because he asked. And the only reason, the only reason, and I think this is part of the reason why Harry was protected, because he asked her to step away. He being Voldemort asked. He asked her two times. Three times, I think, to step away. Three times? I think he asked her three times. Step aside, step to, aside. To like move over because he like, he's like, I'm not here for you move over because like she would ever and that's for snape that's why you guys he can't understand love why would he ever think that lily would be like okay i'll step aside no get yeah. serious not black do, 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 do. okay last question comes from sam if you had to assign ice cream flavors to harry potter characters what would they be draco would be rocky road harry is harry is harry's superman <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, Superman looks cool, but tastes not. It just is blah. What? <gasps> what? It's just vanilla ice cream. That's no, it's not. Superman's not vanilla. It is what? rainbow tasting. Okay. What does the rainbow taste like? It tastes Superman. like pride. <laughs> it tastes like pride. <laughs> what is Ron? He'd be like a good cookie dough. Ginger. <laughs> ginger snap. I was going to say like ginger carrot or, or even like he would be. <laughs> He would be like, um, like a peanut butter wine, you know, like chocolate peanut butter. Okay. Be a, I like be that Ron. because I like Ron and I like chocolate peanut butter. I like Hermione Ron. would be vanilla. What? Maybe like vanilla with chocolate chips. So there's a little bit. I was going to say honey there. pecan because she's sweet and salty. Ooh. I don't know if I like her enough for her to be one of my favorite ice creams. Well, I like her a lot and I like honey pecan. So I'm saying honey pecan. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Dumbledore. What would he be? The best ice cream on the planet. No, he would be something that like not everyone likes. Um, and there's like a few things in it. So maybe like a chocolate ice cream because people don't care for that. Maybe with like he could be like a chocolate Rocky. He's a whole dang hot fudge sundae, baby. Sure. All right, Katie, tell me that fan story. All right, this week comes from Emma Droog. I like that last name. No yeah, one else? that's cool. Okay, cool. Droog. <laughs> Emma says, hello, my name is Emma Droog, and I'm from Ireland. I'm a proud oh. Ravenclaw. Shout oh. out to Sarah. <laughs> and here- An Irish Ravenclaw. <laughs> Never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> and here's my Potter story. 
I had just finished school for the summer and was going into third class in September. My best friend Izzy was over and had brought over two books for me. We were book girls and ate books like they were hot fudge sundaes. Oh my God, this is so appropriate. (laughs) They were called Harry Potter. I had heard of the books before, but knew nothing about them. So after Izzy went home, I started the first one. The Philosopher's Stone, in all Mm, caps. mm. And to be honest, I stopped after the first page. And then about a week later, I picked it up again and started it again. I unfortunately read the first chapter and went on to read the second. I loved the first book and finished it within two days. I then started the second book, and now, three years later, I have read the series 12 times and have just finished the second one for the 13th time. That's awesome. My favorite book is Goblet of Fire, and my favorite host is Tiffany. (laughs) Sorry, Sarah. What's (laughs) up? Hope you enjoyed my Potter story from Emma Droog, future pop star in the making. That's awesome. I love that. Thank Mm. you for your story. Yeah, Emma, thank you. You rock... Uh, I'm happy to be your favorite. <laughs> I'm happy that Harry Potter is your hot fudge Sunday. I think it's awesome that you read the books at many times. Yeah, that's. I love amazing. that. Um, Super cool. They talked about hot fudge Sundays, and we're getting ice cream today. Yeah. I know. I was totally unplanned. Oh gosh. <laughs> you ready for a joke? I like yes. jokes. What's the difference between a comma and crookshanks? One's a cat. Nope. A comma <laughs> is a pause at the end of a clause, and Crookshanks has claws at the end of his oh! pause. Oh, that's a funny one. Oh my god, I love it. We always tell our cats to put those claws back in their paws. Put those claws. You back got in claws, claws on those paws. Did you guys know that you can follow us on social media? No. We're on Facebook at Swish and Flick Podcast, also on Twitter at Swish Flickcast, and Instagram at Swish Flickcast. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Swish and Flick Podcast. The tube of you. The tube of you. Where Meg's putting out a bunch of new vlogs. I am trying my darndest. Um, so you can also follow your hosts. Myself and Katie are on Twitter and Instagram at The Peaches Family. Tiffany is on Twitter and Instagram at Tiff Swish underscore Flick. And Sarah is on Instagram at O'Malley with three H's. Um, we love doing stories on Instagram oh, when sometimes we'll go live before episodes. So make sure that you turn on alerts so that you can join in on the fun. Also, if you'd like to support this podcast, we are on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash swish flick cast. Uh, you can choose different levels um, to support us monthly and you get different perks based on the level that you choose. And a huge thank you and shout out to our current patrons. We love you guys so much and we couldn't do this without you. Truth. Truth. Also, our Discord has a bunch of fancy new things. Yes. So if you want to take part in that, it I does. highly recommend. We have a Danny DeVito converter. <laughs> we have a sorting hat. We have um, personal emojis. Personal emojis. There's a Danny DeVito emoji. All kinds of fun stuff. So, And we owe a lot of thanks to our awesome patrons for helping us out with that. Yeah, because I'm a total Discord noob and uh, was really lost but I've had I've had training sessions and they've been helpful. But now we're found. <laughs> oh my goodness! What's happening with me? What you up to, Tiff? Well, you're gonna get ice cream. I'm gonna get ice cream. Um. So Sarah and I were having races with Lady Supreme in the pool yesterday, and my legs are so sore <laughs> from swimming. But it was been pretty fun. Yeah. I mean. I read more of my Eye of the World book today. You like it? I do. 
I really do. Genuinely, I when I read it and finished it, was surprised at how much I liked it. Like that was one of the uh-huh. first books in a long time I really, really liked. Um, I feel exactly the same. Like it's been a very long time since a book has like caught me mm-hmm. and like caught me like really fast, like in the beginning. Um, I even bought a rechargeable book light so I can read it I in bed one. at night. I have no idea where mine is because I was like, I had it in bed. And like, wait, what'd you lose? My book light. It's like oh. a, it's like a USB rechargeable book yeah, light. I have That's no idea neat. what I do with mine. So yeah. I have to read. It was like $12 on Amazon, but I figure I'm going to need it because I'm going to want to like read in bed. Well, Martinius is trying to snooze. So yeah, but I mean, that's me. I found a new drink. I like at Starbucks. It's called a coffee frappuccino. Basically, it's just it tastes like somebody took an iced coffee with like a little bit of like creamer and then just blended it. I think I'm going to get that next time. It's it's really good. Yeah, it's it refreshing. Nice, it's not so like super sweet. It's a nice summer beverage. Yes. You know, yeah. um, nice coffee because beverage. I like the cold foam cold brews, but sometimes sometimes I don't want all that sweetness in the in the foam up top. Yeah. So you should try it. I, th- yeah. I think it's really good. And I got it like on a whim. So so extra. But I've been like ordering it and having it delivered via like uber eats and i was looking through like because i wanted something i didn't want hot coffee because it's like been warm here and i just like stumbled upon it and i was like oh this is kind of exactly what i want it's like not got all the crazy sugar like the other frappuccinos do so but it's still like just it just hits the right spot i like it and that's pretty much me um, I am still trying to just get rid of stuff. It's, um, yeah, still selling stuff on eBay. It's been great. I sold, Did you get like, rid of anything between, like, between the last time we recorded the last episode? <laughs> yeah, actually, I did. I got rid of another shirt. Um, we are, so we actually, like, we already packed all of our clothes up. We have to go through And again. we were like... We need to go through these again because we kept too much stuff. So we're going to unpack it all, go through it again and repack it. So that's going to be fun. Um, But I just, yeah, I just, I don't know what it is. And I I talked about this in the last episode, but like, we just get so attached to certain things and I I don't understand why. I need to need to let it go. We've, we've, I haven't taken more stuff to donate, but we did, um, gather some more we did we will have more we will we undoubtedly will so we came up with this awesome idea actually to pack so we have this like um it's it's not a bookshelf what do we call it where we kept all of our mugs a hutch a hutch we have kind of this like hutch that has like drawer or doors on the bottom and then like three shelves and we want like I feel like if you just put that in like a moving truck, then it's like so much wasted space because there's like all these shelves and the doors and stuff like that. So what we're going to do is put all of our light kitchen stuff like in it and like plastic wrap it. I'm like, oh, my God, that's ingenious. So it gives us more we're space. Like so I was smart. I was just really proud of myself. How are I was you like, going to like get it where you're going? Are you running on like a truck? No. You're just taking your two cars? No, uh, we're actually only taking one car. So 
one is going to stay at my oh, parents' house. Pod. We're going to do a pod where That's it, right. You told me that. Yeah. It travels without us. Yeah. We did that when we moved. It's, it's really nice. It's, <laughs> it's a little so expensive, dumb. but I just, it's worth it. It's hassle free, man. Yeah. Once you, and like, it, I mean, gas is really cheap right now, so it wouldn't be too much with a truck, but just like driving through the mountains with a truck is not something I want to do. So, what? Nothing. What's up with your life? <laughs> uh, same as your life, <laughs> actually. Um, my cat discovered a new sleeping spot, and I found him today, and it was really cute. <laughs> That's my life today. <laughs> you remember him? Iggy? No, Teddy, you found a new sleeping spot. Oh, my God, he did. He climbed up in my closet, and he was... <laughs> like up on the top shelf in the closet and he had his little paws over a blanket looking down at us oh my god my heart so cute that's all i got though what's up sasa <laughs> um just trying to live life um i'm reading the great hunt which is the second book of the royal of time series and actually i've not been able to read it as much as i've wanted to but i've also been like busy not doing anything really um spending time with my mom um, cause she's been home and swimming with hmm. Tiffany and Alana, um, and just trying to live life. I got to take a test in about a week, Woo-hoo! which is nerve wracking. So I need to hopefully when this comes out, I will have studied more for it than I have. Um, and yeah, I will tell you that, um, I got my cousin is going to start reading, the Harry Potter series for the first time. And she's never read them. She's seen most of the movies and she like has a brief, like kind of knows what um, it's about. So if you've listened to my Felix files with my cousins, Colette and Hagen, Colette is the one that's going to be reading Harry Potter. So we'll see if she actually likes it. And I'm going to hopefully um, be able to like record and see like how she likes the books and stuff. If she reads them, they're easy reads, especially she's a very like much a reader. Um, so they'll be easy for her to read. We'll see. That's about it. And get an ice cream. Yeah. Woo! Yeah. Get an ice cream. Woo woo. So do we feel good about that? You ready to go? Oh, I'm so I'm ready. ready to go. Okay. Well, we have to go get ice cream, so. We should just place an order and someone go and pick it up and bring it back here. And it ain't We can me. eat it outside. Because. We'll go pick it up? Yeah. Yeah, we should do that. Bye, Kate. <laughs> the heck, man? Uh, you know what I like to say? It sucks to suck. <laughs> oh, oh, for Ignotus and ice cream. Oh. <laughs> for Eric and everything. I don't know. For Eric and everything? Eric and... What's, what's a good um, E thing that goes with ice cream? Uh, Not eggs. Mm. No. Is there eggs and ice cream? No. I don't know. I haven't made ice cream in a long time. (laughs) Edamame. (laughs) (laughs) What's a good, what's a flavor? Like an E flavor? Any kind of E flavor? I don't know. Essence of (laughs) banana. (laughs) (laughs) Essence of banana. Excitement and ice cream. That's what Sam said. Excitement. Eggnog. (laughs) Eric and eggnog. We'll do that around Christmas if we remember. Goodness. Iggy and ice cream. Yeah, like yeah. Iggy and ice cream. Okay. For Iggy and ice cream? For Iggy, Iggy and ice cream. cream. 
That concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening, and don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing! Just my voice! <laughs> oh, a general chair. <laughs> Oh, we got a coffee, we got a general, okay. we got a chit and a chat, and we're gonna have a grand old time. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Our are 100% real. Everything about me is real. Everything about my family is real. Our hair is real. Our teeth sometimes are real. <laughs> you did almost do the Mario theme song. <laughs> Did I really? I have Nintendo in my blood. Why am I getting so many notifications? I don't know. Girl. It is so popular. It's 79 right now in Fairview Park. Sometimes my phone, I'm just like, a lot of people like to talk to me. So it constantly is like, Buzzing, and sometimes my watch is the same. Get out of my life. And it's annoying. <laughs>